Hello friends, good to be together again and uh, I'm so looking forward to being able to bring uh, hopefully an encouraging word to us as we allow God to speak uh, through the scriptures to be able to massage some of the truths into us uh, that this time would be useful as we build our lives upon the rock Jesus Christ. So uh, I don't know how you view this time. Uh, We do know that what we see shapes how we think and it shapes how we act. And uh, many different people are seeing many different things at this point in time. Their view of this COVID-19 lockdown, the view of the virus, the view of the lockdown, the view of their home, the view of their ability to financially sustain themselves, uh, their view of their family, their view of their marriage, their, their view of church. Everything at this point in time seems to be a little less weighted than it used to be, a little less anchored as people are trying to resettle what they believe. And I think this is an incredible opportunity for us, a gift from God. Uh, Again, not the virus being a gift, but just something of this lockdown period where we were able to reestablish ourselves upon the foundation of Jesus. I I read this earlier this week, and uh, so forgive me for reading it now. I I, want to get the words right, but... How we view things is how we will do things. If we see this as an inconvenience, we are going to complain about it. If we see this as insurmountable, we will give up. If we see this as a powerful enemy, then we will give in to fear and worry. But if we see this as an opportunity, we will be creative and come up with solutions. T.D. Jakes says this, and I love it. Many people are waiting for normal to return. But disruptions come to liberate you from what was and to prepare you for what's next. There will be bankruptcies and billionaires born out of the same experience. There will be bitter divorces and couples who fell back in love, resulting in stronger marriages that date back to these days. There will be churches that close down and succumb to the hardships this brings. And there will be others that initiate massive revival with innovative ideas. So although this lockdown period is new for our generation, it is certainly not new for the generations that have lived before us. There have been multiple occasions across the face of the the earth and the history of mankind where the church has had to navigate its way through. I love the fact that pandemics come, but pandemics go, but the church always remain. And it's up to us today to find ourselves firm and secure in the love of Jesus, firm and secure in the fact that he is Lord of not only the heavens, but also the earth and firm and secure in our way forward that he has got us. I would like to read to us out of Matthew chapter 24. Uh, I felt God speak to speak to me out of this text. And although uh, it's talking about the hour that Jesus returns again, uh, I'm not necessarily talking about that, but there is a verse that comes a little bit later in this passage that I want to accentuate this morning. It says this in Matthew chapter 24 from verse 36. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. Up to the time Noah entered the ark and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. And I found ourselves in a similar position up until this COVID-19 hit the face of the earth. We were eating and drinking and marrying and having parties and being able to celebrate and do all of those things. And in almost overnight, almost uh, the beginning of 2020, uh, everything flipped on its head. In verse 42, it goes on. Therefore, keep watch. 
because you do not know on that on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. And so you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. I am not standing here to uh, proclaim that I believe that this is the time the Lord's going to return. I don't think that to be the case. Uh, But this is the verse I want us to concentrate on this morning. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servants of his household to give them their food at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. I love this verse and it's kind of been speaking to me uh, over the last couple of days uh, before I'm being able to speak it to you. But there's four things that come out of it. I come out of it. Who is the faithful and wise servant? So I want to talk about what faithfulness looks like at this time and what wisdom looks like at this time. And then it goes on to say who has been put in charge of all the servants in his household to give them their food. Who is who is there? Who is them? And what does food look like? And then at the proper time. And so what does proper time look like? And I think this is a message not only for leaders in the church, but for the church in their role to all of humanity. And so firstly, let's just look at faithful. And uh, I'm immediately taken to Matthew chapter 6 in terms of anchoring ourselves in what what faithfulness looks like. And there's the passage where, uh, where Jesus is saying, don't be anxious about tomorrow. Don't be anxious about the clothes or that you, you need to wear or the food that you need to eat. Because God, even uh, the sparrows, uh, he looks after. The birds of the air, he looks after. Uh, the wheat in the field, he looks after. How much more us? And so this is found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34, where he says, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who uh, Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? It goes on into verse uh, 31. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And so what I want to encourage us with in terms of what does faithfulness or what does faithful look like at this time, I think there's two things that just quickly come to mind. First, it is this, that as Anthem Church, as this community, we have a mission And it is to lead people to life, to lead people to life. That means faithfulness at this point in time does not mean us uh, kind of retreating and pulling back into our own personal space and only giving consideration to ourselves. It means stepping forward. It means advancing. It means being faithful with the, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. It means pressing in to those that do not. It means that we as the church are able to step forward and lead at this point in time. We're able to lead what society thinks. We're able to lead what culture thinks. We're able to get into the homes of individuals through a phone call, through a message, through uh, video chats. We can do these things. And so we need to stay true to our mission of Anthem at this time. And so I would encourage you where the scripture says, who then is the faithful servant at this time? If you are faithfully about the mission of Anthem and what God's called us to, I think God will be able to say, you then are faithful. But if you have retreated, I want to encourage you, find courage again in Christ and step forward. 
The second thing, just on faithful, that I would say is it's a time for us to deepen our wells. I think uh, we know the word that says, the, the scripture which says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And uh, I'm seeing a whole lot of stuff on social media, on text messages of people that are acting out of fear, which means it's in their hearts, it's gripped them, it's gripped their souls. And I think at this point in time, a faithful servant will do well to bury themselves into the scriptures of God, to spend more time in the scriptures and more time in prayer before the Father in heaven than looking at what everybody else is saying. Because as we fill our hearts with this, so out of the overflow of the heart, our mouth is able to speak. And I think we will be found to be faithful servants. And so may I encourage you in that. Then moves on to say, what is wise, the faithful and wise servant? And uh, I'm reminded of a picture that I've once upon a time seen, and I, and I would like to try and explain it to you. If you can picture a whole lot of uh, little rowing boats uh, that are possibly out in a lake somewhere or, or an estuary, and as the tide goes out, all the boats become uh, anchored or, or buried onto the sand of the shore. And uh, you can have two responses at this point in time. Uh, firstly, you could respond and say, well, actually, I'm really bummed that I'm not able to get into my boat and go fishing or whatever it may be. Or you could use the time to get under the boat where you wouldn't be able to do that under the water necessarily. You can get under and take the barnacles off. You can repair the paintwork. You can repair the woodwork. And I think wisdom at this point in time is saying, actually, we're going to give attention to the fundamentals of our lives or the disciplines of our life or the word that we've been using is to the apprenticeship of Jesus. We were able to get in and we we're able to take off all the stuff that is keeping us captive, all the stuff that is holding us back from leading a life of abundance as Jesus has promised us and encouraged us to walk into. And so I think wisdom, uh, wisdom in this day uh, would, would be around uh, being able to use this time wisely, not complaining of all the things that we are possibly losing out on but all of uh, the blessing that we're able to put into the foundations of our marriage, the foundations of our family life, the foundations of our friendships, the foundations of our relationship with Jesus, the order or the pace at which we do things. I think that's what wisdom looks like. Then it goes on uh, to say, uh, the, the, the faithful and wise servant whom the master's put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food. What is, what is their food? Who is, who is them and what is their food? And I would want to say this to you. Uh, friends, that them would be those that you have relationship with at this time. I don't think it's a time to say, well, everybody else is speaking. Everybody's inboxes is being uh, jammed up with everybody else. I think that you have personal relationships with people where they may be longing to hear from you. Yes, it's nice to hear from uh, uh, amazing leaders from around the world, but I don't know them. They don't know me. I want to know the people that I'm praying for. How are they doing? How can I speak into their lives? The people that are praying for me, I want them to be getting hold of me. And so that is them. And then food would be, well, what, what are you feeding them at this time? Again, to link it into faithfulness and deepening our wells is what is the overflow of your heart uh, at this point in time? So what is coming out of your mouth at this time? Again, I would want to say this, that we have an opportunity to be on the front foot. We do not need to be dictated to by fear or uncertainty or concern. Matthew chapter 28 verse 18, Jesus says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then it goes on to say, And I will be with you to the end of the age. Jesus is with us in all authority in all of the earth 
and all of the heavens has been given to him and he is with us. We are on the front foot at this time, friends. We have authority. That is the message I want to bring to you as I bring you your food for today. But that is the message you get to not only live out, but get to carry into the hearts and into the homes of those that are in your circles and in your spheres. And so may I encourage you to do that. And then lastly, it says at the proper time. Well, I think this is the shortest of the lot because surely today is the proper time. Surely today, when the world is uh, seemingly going mad, when people are not uh, are completely unsure of everything that they were possibly sure of in the past as they had based it on their financial position or their business or their job security or etc. etc. Uh, today we have a moment. Today is the proper time in order for us to give food to people in faithfulness and in wisdom. And so may I encourage you with that, friends. As I close, I would love to pray for us. And so I want to ask you this first. If you are maybe watching this and you have never put your trust into Jesus Christ, you've never trusted this person that I've been talking about, the Lord of heaven and earth, the one who we're able to build our life upon, the one who comes to give life to the full. If you've never put your trust in him, I would encourage you to do that. And at the bottom of the screen, you'll be able to see a little hands raised uh, icon. And if you want to put your trust in Jesus right now, I encourage you to uh, just let us know by putting, uh, by, by just clicking on the icon so that we can see that. And I would love to pray for you now. Jesus, we want to thank you for these men and women. We thank you that you are the author and the perfecter of our faith. We thank you that you allow us to come into relationship with our Father in heaven by the forgiveness of our sins, but also by the life that you give us by your Spirit. And so we thank you for all of these men and women that they are able to walk into fullness of life from this day forward as they transfer their trust from their own selves or in their financial position or in their work position or whatever they were putting their trust in, as they transfer that into you, Jesus Christ, their new Lord and Savior. I also want to pray for those of you that right now maybe need to be filled with the Spirit of God. Maybe you've been sitting at home and uh, you just need to know that the authority that comes from Jesus Christ is given to us by the Spirit of God that walks with us, that fills us, that is all around us. And so let me pray for you now. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you have not withheld yourself from us, that you take from what is Jesus and you give to us. We thank you that you are the Spirit of the risen Christ. We thank you that you are the Spirit of God. And so we thank you that the authority that is rested and vested in Jesus becomes ours to be able to walk forward in these days, that we can walk certain, we can walk with a hope, we can walk with fullness of life because you, Spirit of God, are leading us. And so I pray for everybody right now that is needing you to freshly anoint them, to touch them, to fill them, to lead them. Would you do that in this moment? I also want to say this, that uh, maybe you're sitting there and you have been incredibly financially blessed over the years. There's a story of Joseph and he wasn't 100% sure why there was a storehouse being built under his leadership and his guidance. But God continued to bless him and bless his leadership. And uh, there came a moment when he knew what that storehouse was for. And there are many of us sitting watching this now who have experienced the blessing and the favor of God. And we've been able to save. There's been the privilege of being able to save. And we may have thought that that was for our own use, or we didn't know what it was for use for. But I would like to say this. Maybe, maybe 
This is the time that God has blessed you in order to release at this point in time. Our Anthem finances were down 20% uh, for the month of March. And I don't say that because I'm concerned. I say that just simply to make us aware that at this point in time, we need to operate with a different spirit to what the world operates in. This is a time where we should be saying, thank you, God, for the blessings of the years past. And allow me now to be able to give in order that we may put food on the tables of those that do not have and so all the reason I say we're 20% down is to say this, we are limited out of the church general funding in being able to help those that do not have food on their tables, that are unable to pay rent at this point in time. And we desire to do that as a community. And so if you are a storehouse, if you have a storehouse of wealth, I would encourage you to get before God and say, is this your time to sow in for the things that God would like to do through us? And then just lastly, if you are not part of a virtual life group uh, and you want to be connected at this point in time, if you have some needs, some prayer needs uh, or care needs, we would encourage you to email care at anthem.org.za and we will get back to you uh, in the appropriate line that, uh, that you need help in. And so uh, Anthem and friends that are watching this, thank you for being a part of this service. We love you. Jackson and I, we miss you. Uh, we are praying for you. And uh, we are so thankful that we have a God in heaven who is also the God of this earth, and we're able to move forward with confidence with him.